Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Glad to be with you. Thank you for joining us. We are the show that is Freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, but we need your help. We need to turn that into one million. So please, excuse me, take these shows that you see and hear, uh, and please share them far and wide. Um, We have a um, terrific show for you today. We have Scotty Sachs with us, and uh, he has 40 years of experience in mainstream media. Listen to this, 40 years, sports, Hollywood, music. And you're saying, Dave, you're bringing in someone from the dark side. Well, they're not all the dark side over there. I know a lot of people in mainstream media that are friends of mine, but... The one thing I will tell you is uh, he uh, is free to speak his mind, and he kind of walks in both worlds. And, boy, we're going to get a perspective here that you don't ordinarily get, because usually we get people from one side or the other. We don't get the people who transition and walk in and out of both. And, Scotty, I hope I characterized that uh, correctly here, but it seems like you kind of have a dual existence in both environments. gives you a unique perspective. Dave, you couldn't have put that any better. I walk in both sides of the fence and live in both worlds. Uh, listen, I started in mainstream media when I was 21. I didn't wake up until I was 45, 46 years old. At that point, I had a daughter, a family, and what was I supposed to do, find another career? Was I supposed to exit my successful career in mainstream media and, and go do something else? So I just decided to make the best of it. And uh, as you know, Sovereign Radio, my radio show, we've infiltrated and subverted the mainstream media. We're on mainstream media broadcast radio stations in Texas and California, and we're going to go into syndication in 2024. We're going to end up in 200 markets, Dave. So we've effectively infiltrated the mainstream media. And I'll tell you, uh, by the time we're done today or, or when you have me back, your audience will understand Dave, you and I are really the mainstream media now, alternative media, truther media, patriot media, whatever you want to call it. The mainstream media is not the mainstream media anymore. We are the mainstream media because, in fact, you take any given night, uh, the content put out by the truther, I can take three or four guys, I'll name a few, X-22 Report, and we know, Mm -hmm. um, Scott McKay, yeah. Uh, a guy named S.G. Anon. If you take just those guys and you look at the amount of views and listens they're getting, they blow CNN and NBC, MSNBC away. So we are truly uh, collectively cultivating more listeners and audience now than the mainstream media. That's because, you know, the truth usually wins, Dave, doesn't it? Well, it really does. And, you know, what's interesting, too, is you say that we're the mainstream media. I'm mainstream in my background. I was a college basketball coach. I was a professor. For, I was a high school teacher, coached football and basketball in high school. I mean, it's about as mainstream as you get, but it wasn't until John McCain and his cohort of liberal bankers tried to steal my land and 300 of my rural neighbors so they could end up putting a Canamex corridor in through our area and take our underground water supplies, and I had to fight that fight for eight years before we won. Uh you know, I was mainstream as mainstream can get, but once I got into this, I found out just how dirty everything was, and it became a career for me. Uh, kind of you know, interesting. And you know, you're 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 right too about blowing away CNN. I, I have an agent does a wonderful job for me, Ian Martin, and uh, 
my my podcast is in the top one third of one percent of three million that are evaluated by Listen Notes, and I just found that out not too long ago. It was actually Sarah Westall that told me that first. And he says, oh, yeah, my agent says, you outdraw CNN, you outdraw a lot of shows on Fox. And I was really kind of surprised by this because I I turn over the business end to other people. I just do the work. Uh, and, but I got to tell you, we are kicking their butts. That's great news, Dave. You know, one of the radio stations I'm on in Texas, in Abilene, Texas, um, I beat Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. And my show airs on Saturday, and they air Monday to Friday, and you know the ratings during the week are much better. So, Dave, the funny thing is I had a lot of clues. I had a lot of good information over the years, and I just didn't connect the dots. For example, in my late 20s, I was syndicating a radio show for Johnny Cash, Great Patriot. It was called Johnny Cash, American Folklore. It was just Johnny strumming his guitar and, and talking about his life in Americana, his travels around the country, and it was truly a a work of art. And we got it onto 200 stations. And at that point, uh, Johnny was touring. I was backstage with he and his wife. And his wife started to thank me. June Carter Cash was thanking young man Scotty Sachs for the great work we were my company was doing. And I said, no, June, thank you. You know, I'm a young man. I'm getting an opportunity to work with guys like Johnny, making some money. So thank you. She She had a very... A strange response, and you're going to really, um, I think your audience will understand this very much. She said, no, Scotty, thank you, because you don't understand Johnny doesn't want to do business with the media and the music industry anymore. And I said, why would that be, June? Why would Johnny not want to do business with them anymore? She leaned forward. She gave me one of these. She said, because they're a Luciferian satanic cult. I was 28 years old when I heard that. It kind of one ear and one ear and out the other. Boy, do we understand that today, don't we? We, we do. certainly understand the depth and scope of that, considering the, the the movie Sound of Freedom and what they'll do with kids. They're capable of anything. This satanic cult, aren't they, Dave? Absolutely, Scotty. And it's interesting you said your reaction when you were twenty eight. When I got into this business, uh, I I heard that they're satanic. They're this and that. Hillary Clinton goes to the Church of Satan. And I heard all these, I thought, no. And then I started looking into it, and you are absolutely right. It is satanic. Absolutely yeah, they, correct. They, they really operate um, from that perspective. And when you consider that the very elite that run most every system and run the world uh, have Luciferian practices, satanic worships, they do uh, satanic rituals with children, it's it's bizarre to think our world is really run by this cult, but it has been for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. You know, not too many years later, I had the uh, pleasure of a dinner at an ABC event. I came late. There was only there was about a hundred tables. They were all filled. There was one table way in the back with a seat at it, and only one man sitting there. I sat down. I got my food. I started to eat. I look up at the man across from me. It's Peter Jennings. I'm like, wow. I'm sitting alone at an ABC event with Peter Jennings. I was probably about 30 at this time, a couple years after Johnny. And I had a grandfather who hated Peter Jennings. He used to throw things at the TV. He flicked a live cigar butt at him. He said, Peter Jennings is a Jew hater and an anti-Semite. Now, my grandfather was a Holocaust survivor, so he's a little sensitive to that. So I figured I waited till Peter had four or five drinks in him. And I thought, here's my shot. I'm going to ask him about my grandfather. Why not? Right. I'm only going to meet the guy one time in my life, probably. So we had some pleasantries. We were talking about the business, the ratings, the industry, having conversation one, two guys in, in broadcasting for many years would have. And so I, I hit him up with it, Dave. I said, Peter, can I ask you a question? My grandfather hated you. He used to throw things at the TV at you. He flicked a cigar butt at you that was lit. He says, Peter, that you were anti-Semitic Jew hater. And Peter Jennings' response was twofold. He said, well, let me answer that. While I'm not a Jew hater and I'm not anti-Semitic, nothing of the sort. When I was a rookie reporter, I didn't get a hotel room. I got a host family. My host family was Palestinian. They were Arabs. I broke bread with them for almost 18 months. Of course, 
I had this human emotion of sympathy. And so I do sympathize with the, the Palestinian Arabic cause in the, in the fight against Israel. Your grandfather is a very perceptive man. However, Scotty, it doesn't matter what I think or your grandfather thinks or you think. I said, what, Peter? What do you mean it doesn't matter? He said, because everything you see on TV and media is a construct. It's a narrative. Peter Jennings, the great Peter Jennings, number one reporter for 10 years, told me everything he reads is a media construct and a narrative. Mm -hmm. So put those two things together, Dave. We've got a Luciferian cult running the world. And we know about Operation Mockingbird, media and the CIA infiltrate. We've got a media-controlled that that does not bring us news and information. They bring us a constructive narrative that fits their agenda, right? Take those two things, and what are we left with? What kind of world have we really lived in here? Well, an artificial reality that's evil by nature. That's how I would characterize it. Very, very good. The Matrix, right? As the mm-hmm. movie The Matrix characterized it, you know, nothing, nothing we believe growing up nothing our constructs about the world we live in the the information around us nothing is real we have to we had to reframe and reorient at our you know waking up is not easy right the great awakening is a process we all wake up at our own pace but it's not an easy thing to wake somebody up and we all do it at our own pace i guess you and i are blessed to you know be here talking as a couple of, of guys that have have been awakened, but it wasn't an easy process. It took me many years. I've got more anecdote stories like that. I'll hold them for another time, but I had all the dots connected for me, uh, Dave, and I still didn't put it together till many years later when I was, as I told you, 45 or 46 years old. Yeah. Well, we're certainly not born into that knowledge. And then, um, I, I wonder too, and I, I know we weren't going to planning to talk about this, but you put me in the mindset. The prior conditioning that our young people are receiving in schools, the evil, I mean, you don't talk about first graders about oral sex. You don't have drag queen story hours in their classrooms, but we are. And I'm wondering if they're being conditioned to such a point that they'll be hardened, Marxist, communist, evil, amoral, uh, and you won't be able to reach them at all. What do you think? Sadly, I'm afraid you're onto something here. And you look at the college kids that have come out of college yeah. the last couple decades, you know, we, we missed the curve. We didn't get that Marxist indoctrination. I was in college in the late seventies, uh, into, into 1980, 81. And I didn't get that hardcore Marxist. I don't, I thought that long and hard. I didn't get any of that. And I don't think you did either, but no, you look at the last 20 years, these kids are coming out. They don't love America. In fact, many of them hate America. They think that we're a racist society. All the constructs they've been fed by the Marxist professors, they're, they're actually believing in and they're buying into. So, yes, our children, this is why it's so important, Dave. We hit up school board meetings. We hit it hard. We can't, the, despite Merrick Garland trying to frame us as uh, domestic terrorists for going to school board meetings and speaking our mind, we can't let this continue. Uh, I saw a pastor, great, it was on um, one of the social media platforms, a pastor go to a school board, and he started reading from a book that his second grader was reading in school, and it was talking about a man's genitalia and uh, things that it can do, and the, the board, the, the board, school board stopped him and said, okay, that's enough, that's enough. He said, oh, you don't want to hear it, but my it's okay for my second grader to hear it. Isn't that ironic? They didn't want to hear it in their uh, school board meeting, but the kids can hear it. They're throwing so much just garbage. As you said it, it's evil. They're conditioning them in the most evil of ways. And I do believe, Dave, these kids, if we don't straighten right the ship, these kids are going to come out conditioned to be the Marxist little soldiers. They want dependent on government. That's the other part. They want them all dependent on government, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. There's no question. Hey, in your work and your research, what have you discovered about the border? Why, in your opinion, does the border have to be wide open? I think that's um, when I when I answer that. I think it's uh, it becomes quite obvious. 
the great Michael Savage said, a, a nation is borders, language, and culture. If you open the borders and you flood in 20, 30 million, 40 million people, you, you get to the threshold of that level of immigration of illegals, and you have people that no longer speak the language and no longer are part of your mm-hmm. culture, and you add in all the criminal element they're bringing in, the chaos they're trying to create, Dave, it's all about destroying us from within. Okay. Opening the borders is a is a surefire way. Leave them open long enough, they will destroy us from within. So you think it's like a Maoist cultural revolution that's going Absolutely. on? Absolutely. They they want mm-hmm. us, they want to flood us. You know, in in my estimation, they only have two the let's call them the deep state. They only have two cards left to play. They've got civil war and traditional kinetic war vis-a-vis World War III, okay? What's going on in Russia and Ukraine, they love it. They want We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time but to continue they'd love it to escalate into world war three that's all they know the only way they get their reset over the years dave think about it how have they reset the world when they needed to through war, war. yeah right and they don't care if it's civil war <clears throat> you know uh, a border agent told me when he sat and watched about a thousand chinese men all military age, come through the border, escorted into our country. He thought, my God, how are they going to be using these men? There's a purpose to this. How are they going to use them? Well, if you're getting your cell phone, your debit card, and your housing from the Biden administration, who are you going to be loyal to? And if they deploy these people to the streets like they did Antifa and BLM in 2020, that's, I think, what they plan to do with these people is put them out on the street, create chaos. Meanwhile, uh, our, our language and our culture is, you know, all around us being destroyed. Well, you know, the I, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell, the two leaders of the Senate, opposite parties supposedly, have a, an agreement between them to rid the Senate of America First candidates. And just yesterday, Lisa Murkowski came out 
a rhino senator from Alaska. She's a Democrat in sheep's clothing. But she came out and she said, yeah, we're real concerned about all the populism we're seeing in America with already discredited conspiracy theories. And I'm thinking, okay, and she's got an R after her name and she's in the Senate. And we got the Senate leaders conspiring this way. Yet Rona McDaniel, Kevin McCarthy, and Mitch McConnell all take FTX money and not pay it back. I mean, what does this tell you? Well, David tells me there is no, the two party system's a fraud. It's, yep. a, it's been a farce. It's really a uniparty. You've got, you know, rhinos and Democrats, which make up the vast majority of them, and a few real conservatives. And we can only speculate who they are, guys like Jim Jordan and Matt Gates, right? They really are a uniparty. I don't think the R and the D means anything anymore, Dave. I think it's all a front. I think they've used blackmail and bribery to win these people over to their side. And, you know, somebody like Lisa Murkowski may have come into the system uh, as Republican and conservatives as she could be. And over the years, these people end up taking money from every direction and uh, they get blackmailed. And Epstein Island was all about the blackmail. Sure. They were using it to blackmail people. So, you know, one way or another, these people have um, the, the rhinos that had ours in their name. I believe they may have started their careers as real Republicans, but something happened over the years. They've been compromised and it, it's game over now, Dave. We have a uniparty. That's true. How we arrived there is almost irrelevant. Uh, but I did have a researcher working for me at one time, and she's kind of dropped off the map. Marilyn Rupar did great work. She found evidence of programs, more of them were local, though, than national, to recruit people that were Democrats, train them to talk like Republicans and get elected and then rise in the ranks. And uh, her evidence was overwhelming. And I suspect some of that's happened at the national level. But I think it's money that's bent these people once they're in. I think you're probably right. They started out maybe being on the conservative side, but they know where their money comes from. I mean, look at the House. Do we have enough evidence to hold an impeachment trial? Not that we'll ever get a conviction, but there's enough evidence to impeach Joe Biden. And then the public would become fully aware, and the House could then begin to selectively cut off funding to people like Mayorkas and DHS for the criminal activities he's involved in, and the American people would buy it. Why aren't they going to this next level? I mean, all we hear, I, I think the Republicans are nothing but running for re-election because they expose the criminality, but nothing ever happens. You know, Dave, this is going to be a little difficult to introduce because I can't present evidence. It's simply uh, resources that I have. They're tied to Homeland Security and the U.S. Treasury mm-hmm. as part of a humanitarian group that I'm in. And we get some information from these folks. They say we are just simply watching a movie now, that the goal is to expose this Luciferian cult for what they really are, including letting them steal the election in 2020. The military has it all, Dave. They got all the evidence what happened in 2020. Why didn't they stop him? Why didn't Joe Biden cancel Donald Trump's many of his executive orders? He canceled a few, but why did he leave many of the executive orders on the table, including one concerning confiscation of assets for those involved in human trafficking and crimes Mm -hmm. against humanity? December of 2017, one of his first executive orders, Trump said uh, the United States government can confiscate the assets of anybody involved in, in, in human trafficking and crimes against humanity. That stands. Biden has uh, not canceled any of those key executive orders. I could go on and on with examples of why things are the way they are, Dave, but my sources tell me we are watching a movie uh, and there's a guy, uh, his name is Derek Johnson. I don't know if you've heard of Derek Johnson, but he is, he has completely laid out the case that Donald Trump left the military in charge of this country before the end of his term. And that we are actually in a, uh, in, in, in a, in a position where we have this fake Biden administration that outwardly looks appears through the mainstream media to be running the country. But in the background, the military is actually in control of everything. 
And we're hearing now that the military is largely white hat, by the way. It's largely a white hat organization with men that believe in this country and all of its values. You know, when when John F. Kennedy died, Dave, there's a lot of evidence that a group of generals, uh, civic leaders, businessmen got together and said, we got to stop this deep state cult. We got to put an end to them. And they've been working in the background for almost 70 years now to take down this deep state. And I think we're much closer to the end for these guys than for, for, for specifically the deep state. This is a battle between good and evil, God versus Satan. Uh, in many respects, Trump in the military versus the deep state. And I submit to you, God's going to win. I think we're watching a movie. A lot of, remember, if the media is all a construct and everything we're watching is a narrative. And I do believe we're watching a movie. They're trying to wake up the world, uh, trying to get people along the curve in the great awakening. So when the military has to step in, and I believe that is one of the very possible outcomes that we will have a military step in when we've exhausted all of our resources. You're familiar with the Brunson case, right? Yes. Yeah. So that is we, the people versus the deep state. That is we, the people uh, asking the now at the Supreme court level to uh, take, I think 355 members of Congress, Joe Biden, Kamal Harris, to remove them from office because they did not do their constitutional obligation to at least look at the evidence of election fraud. That's what this suit is all about with the Brunsons. If that suit fails, and it looks like it's going to, they've got one last shot, uh, they'll have to appeal then. If that suit fails, you know, we have exhausted, uh, Carrie Lake's exhausting all of her resources right to 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 win in arizona if if none of this comes about we don't get a change of uh at the judicial at the judiciary level if we can't seek our you know our grievances resolved at a judiciary level i believe the military the white hat military is poised to step in and if you get get Derek johnson on your show i can't do a good job explaining what he does he will give you the evidence that the military is actually legally in charge in this country right now. I can't speak to the legal part of it, Mm -hmm. but let me tell you what I know from conversations I've had. I have an ex-RSOFT source, high-ranking, retired, and we had a mutual political interest, in fact, involved in our land fraud that got me in this business. And um, what I've learned... Um, in fact, I'll even go a step even close. I've got someone very close to me whose job when he was in the military, he would have to communicate with various base commanders. And I'm not going to reveal the nature because it would identify who it is. And he could be recalled in court martial. So he told me that the base commanders, many of them he talked to, particularly like in the strategic air command, he said they will not follow Biden's orders in a war against China. And they specifically said China. Since I've made that statement, I've had three people in prominent positions and bases in the United States approach me with similar stories on condition of anonymity. So I can confirm what you're saying from an anecdotal point of view Mm -hmm. with four people who I've talked to, two of them extensively. So I think you're absolutely right, but I don't think that the military is fully in charge based on my conversations with them. I think there's a power struggle going on. I agree with you. There is that power struggle. Uh, just, just throw numbers out because it's conversation. My numbers are by no means significantly uh, accurate. Let's say the military is 70% in the know. They believe Donald Trump is the pre- rightful president of this country, that they stole the 2020 elections. And 30% is in Biden's camp. The -hmm. fact is the majority, my understanding from my sources, the vast majority of the military will call them white hats. They're with Trump. They understand what happened in the 2020 elections. Space Force collected all the evidence. The night of the elections, Donald Trump was with Space Force. They were watching him steal the elections in real time. They let him do it because it wasn't about Donald Trump getting four more years in the White House. 
It was about letting this play out a few more years so that we could see what they've been. You know, Dave, the elections, stolen elections may go back 50, 60 years. We just don't understand that. They well, may they do. Been John people. Kennedy benefited from the Cook County election that was stolen. He may not have been the president had his had his dad not used his organized crime ties to fix that election in Cook County in Chicago. God bless the Dailies, huh? The the, the yep. Daily family where I grew up. Yeah, Chicago yep. definitely was a city where we <clears throat> voted early and we voted often. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned the Space Force. Um, there are two divisions in the military that I've been told repeatedly are basically outside the control of Biden. And for the large part, Obama, when he was into, one is the submarine fleet, and they've tried to replace people, but they cannot change the consensus. And those they bring in get conformed, or they're told, hey, we're out to see anything could happen to you. You could have an accident. And then the other is, like you said, is the Space Force. And I, I grew up with someone who's retired. He's now, let's put it this way, I'll say it loosely, a consultant with the Space Force, and I'm hearing the same thing that you said about election monitoring, and they have all the evidence. But here's my question I ask him, and I'll ask you the same question. He didn't have an answer. What are you waiting for? Ah, this is the thing our group, humanitarian group, our members talk about all the time. What is the holdup? Why are they waiting to step in and and reveal all the information. And the answer I get from my sources is we have to have enough of the country awake and understand what happened so that when the military steps in and Trump is literally reinstated as the rightful president, that this country doesn't have a civil war, that enough of the country, and I've heard numbers from them, where they get their numbers, I don't know, but I've heard 71% of this country needs to be behind. What number was that? 71%. Odd number, but that's the number they've told me, that they need to be awake and behind. What Otherwise, it'll appear like a military coup and that it's uh, not righteous and it's not lawful. They want this country to be behind, specifically behind President Trump and behind the military actions if and when they do step in. And, you know, everything I'm hearing and you're hearing is all uh, conditional. We don't we don't know the outcome, right? We don't have that crystal ball. Interesting, you'd say this, um, but it's about the Great Awakening, Dave. That's what it's yeah. about. They're waiting for the world to wake up. I, I can confirm what you're saying about the public's awareness leading to a military action um, back in Benghazi, and I had covered something independent of any source. I just did my research. Hillary Clinton repeatedly denied Chris Stevens, the ambassador that was murdered to Benghazi, repeatedly denied increased Marine protection for his bodyguard. She stuck him with four guys who all met their end. And my best military source still is today. When I I published this, he says, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened, and you're not going to have a second source to confirm it. So you've either got to have the... uh, intestinal fortitude to go forward or mm-hmm. forever sit on this and I'll never give you anything again. And here was the story. And I published this is on my website. Um, and by the way, Glenn Beck came out four months later and validated a lot of what I said. The common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Um, General Ham, Admiral McKinnon, Carrier Task Force 3, okay, African Command, they knew what was going on. They were monitoring through a drone, and they were planning to rescue Stevens. In fact, uh, the Admiral was given uh, permission, uh, he gave himself permission, I should say, without going to Panetta, because Panetta told them all to stand down, just let things happen. And um, they were going to launch rescue mission, air cover from the aircraft carrier that the Admiral was on, and helicopter rescue uh, from General Ham. Both of them, unknown to them, had number twos 
that were CIA. I've got one name. The number two for Ham was Colonel Rodriguez, CIA. They promptly arrested these commanders and killed the coup. What they were hoping to accomplish was this was during the time of high numbers of purges of the top military brass for being too conservative by Obama. So they had motive to topple the Obama administration. And they were thinking if they rescued Stevens, he'd sing like a canary about Hillary Clinton. And that's she was Secretary of State. It would go over into Panetta and eventually drag Obama down. But that plot died. So here was my this this goes to prove your point. I said to my top source when the coup failed, I said, why didn't you just launch another one? He goes, look, dummy, you got to have the people on your side. He said, if we could have had congressional testimony with Chris Stevens, we could have brought the entire administration down. He said the public would have been on our side. But without the public on our side, we don't dare do this. And he even went one step further. He said, if we moved against this president without a popular uprising, we could expect to see U.N. troops on our soil opposing us. Indeed, that that is uh, exactly uh, the case. So it is about having we the people on this on their side. Exactly so right. And they take action that we're backing them and we're not taking to the streets and, you know, we're not fighting amongst ourselves. We're largely in support of their actions. You know, there's a, um, some other major events looming, Dave, that bear, bear uh, uh, some time in conversation in this regard. In addition to this military uh, operation looming, which they may very well step in uh, and uh, restore Donald Trump, you have a situation where globally over a hundred countries and 70% of the world population is now operating on asset backed currency through the BRICS. So they're now using currency that is backed by assets. They call it gold and silver, but there are truly all in ground assets are backing currency. A, a nation's assets in their ground, all natural assets are the basis for this new asset backed currency, but the United States cannot operate in this world on a fiat money system much longer. We are at the end of the fiat system. Correct. We are going to have a financial reset. You're going to have see two things happen. You're going to see the central bank digital currencies pushed by the deep state and the central banks and the asset-backed currencies pushed by, let's say, the White Hats. And I think the United States will be the last country to come around and announce it's moving to asset-backed currency. And uh, we have seen the currency. It's called rainbow currency. It's printed not by the Federal Reserve, but the United States Treasury. It's asset-backed. And we're going to see that push forward. How can the United States continue to operate in a world if the rest of the world is operating on asset-backed currency and we're on a fiat? You know that de-dollarization is happening all over the world. We're the world reserve currency no longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody wants to touch our currency. For God's sake, I couldn't sell U.S. dollars in Mexico a month ago. I, no, no bank wanted my U.S. dollars in Mexico. They used to clamor. They used to love that almighty U.S. dollar when we walked in the bank to exchange it for pesos. Now they won't touch it. So the point is, Dave, we're headed toward a financial reset to bring us into uh the rest, the the place the rest of the world has gone, which is asset-backed currency. Is it going to be digital? CBDCs on one hand and asset-backed currency collide, and I do believe the asset-backed currency has to win because the rest of the world's already there. And it's digital, correct? It will be a, a digital, but there's also cash. The In the reset, we will not see a cashless society. Uh, the, the good guys understand that a cashless society is pretty dangerous because the control per the control control strings. If we are limited to central bank digital currency and only digital currency, and they were to implement their World Health Organization global pandemic treaty, mm-hmm. you know about that as well, I'm sure. Yeah. So that's May of 2024. If the World Health Organization, if Biden throws us in to that treaty, then the WHO has control over our, our health. We lose our sovereignty. We lose our medical freedom. The who can say, lock down the United States. Everybody gets the jab. If you don't comply, they simply remove you 
shut your central bank digital currency off. That's the control they're hoping for, the deep state. That's the control they want to have over us, mm-hmm. is to push whatever agenda they have, and we must comply or we're cut off the financial grid. Doesn't bode well for us. So we're we're going to get one or the other, day. We're going to get the CBDC world, which they want, or we're going to get the way the rest of the world is going. You know, over 100 nations have joined the BRICS in this asset-backed currency, China and Russia leading the way with Brazil and uh, the other now 100-some nations on board. This is the world we're living in. The United States can't can't go CBDC controlled by the Federal Reserve and operate in the rest. Who's gonna Who's gonna do business with us if we're in that situation? Yeah, uncoupling from the dollar is going to take them a little while. I don't have a time frame, but I suspect months would be the minimum. But eventually, you're correct. We're thirty two trillion dollars in debt, and we have nothing to back it up with now that the reserve currency is gone. So it's only a matter of time until we hyperinflate. I'm sure you heard this. Business Insider predicted last week that the recall of the dollar could be imminent. I don't think it's imminent, but I think it's coming. Well, you said months. That happens to be the time frame we're hearing. Within months, this is not years anymore. We are weeks or months away. And Dave, I would tell all of your great listeners, or they're, they're already here. I'm sure they already understand what I'm about to say. Everyone has to have a couple weeks of food and water around we are likely to see some sort of shutdown for some short period of time be it two days three days to up to 10 days or two weeks i don't know nobody knows but for my liking it's a couple weeks where the food and water because when we switch over when we switch to this new currency in this new asset-backed system there has to be a shutdown of the system for at least a few days they have to turn it over so You know, if everything shuts down, and that's what we're hearing from our sources, that we're going to shut down, it's months, within months, and um, everyone's got to be prepared for that. Uh, Simultaneously, this is really interesting. Again, can't verify this, can't show you evidence of this, but we hear they're going to implement the EBS, the Emergency Broadcast System, and they're going to play 24-7 tapes, that they've recorded everything from military tribunals that have been held, admissions of guilt from very major political names that we all know, uh, to the truth about 9-11, about JFK assassination, that they're going to, when we're locked down, the only communication we're going to have with the outside world is the CBS, and they're going to play these, uh, call it a truther tape of, of divulging the truth about everything. For what's kind of uh, sounds a bit, much, doesn't it? No, it depends on the purpose. You know, I hadn't considered this, but I'll tell you what the thought you just put in my head. What if the people who are ushering us into this, the, their brown shirts, you know how brown shirts get treated. What if they become the sacrificial lambs? And we've got to accept this new system. We're hopelessly in debt. We'll cancel all your debt. You just got to play along with us. We'll rescue you. These are the people that did this to you. They're the scapegoats. And it's all contrived, and they take these people like Biden out of power, put them on trial. Interesting. I had never considered this. Do you think that's just where it could be headed? Well, you know, when I get it from three and four different sources confirming it, I do believe this is the direction we're heading. I believe, uh, you know, going good versus evil, God versus Satan. God's going to win in the end. And the only way we win, Dave, is to go back to real sound money. The only kind of sound money is asset-backed currency. You know, in 2009, I had a friend working for Google Earth. And he told me he's working on a very interesting project that Google Earth was hired to study the in-ground assets of 209 sovereign nations. I said, what's that about? 2009, I didn't, we we're barely thinking about a reset. We we're just coming off the, you know, the stock market crash and the real estate fraud and mm-hmm. everything that happened then. And he told me, yeah, we're, we're looking at all the in-ground assets of 209 countries. Now, if you pull out the Basel three agreement, that is a real agreement signed by 209 sovereign countries. It says that they must back currency with assets 
I don't remember the percentage of their of their total holdings, but they have to be backed by assets. We're at that point, Dave, where I do believe we're headed for uh financial reset to asset backed currencies, not gold and silver, but everything in our ground, including agriculture. Everything a nation has to offer that's natural, that comes from God, will be used. Gold, silver, diamonds, palladium, minerals, agriculture, everything will be used to back currency. So countries like Zimbabwe and uh, Vietnam and Iraq, very valuable currencies in that regard because of their rich in ground assets. So I have been told that's going to win over to see that we'll never see the proliferation of CBDCs. We're going to get the reset to asset-backed currencies. And doesn't it make sense if 70% of the world is already there that we're going to have to to go there as well? Is this a white hat uh, plot? Uh, yeah, you can call it a plot. I think that's a, it's a white hat conspiracy. They're working together, these white hats. Sure. Again, they're military generals, they're business leaders, they're civic leaders, they're politicians, all are patriarchal. It's a very patriarchal organization. We call them white hats for obvious reasons, but these are good people with great American values that want to see our constitutional republic move past this deep state, and they're playing for keeps, Dave. Another reason it's taking so long. What are you waiting for? Not just the Great Awakening, but we've been told they're playing for a thousand years of peace and abundance on earth. Not 10, not a hundred for a thousand. The complete destruction of the deep state is what they're playing for. It sounds crazy that it's months away because we don't see the evidence of it in, in anywhere in mainstream media. In fact, if you watch mainstream media, you think they're winning, right? You'd think they're in control of everything. You're right. They're still in control of some things. The white hats don't control everything by no means. Do they control everything? Yeah. They're they're in a position now, I think, to implement the financial reset of sound money. I know this. You're correct about uh, the military leadership, not at the Pentagon. That's politicized. But below, like the base commander level, division commander level, I agree with you. And there's two things going on that's really caused them to move hard in this direction. One is the way you undermine your military is to bring in wokesters. And, you know, in other words, we know the military poses us, so let's go LGBTQ and try to get as many of these people in the service as possible. And there's another factor out there. Uh, Military officers are talking about this very quietly, but I've been told one in nine enlisted men have been debilitated or killed by vaccines and have left the service, either dead or alive but disabled, and one in eight officers I don't know if you've heard those numbers or not, but it's a move by the Biden administration to try to undercut this approaching enemy, this approaching plot by the military. And this is something I've been told. Does that match what you know? Well, you know, I haven't heard the military specifically, one out of eight or one out of nine, but I think the population at large is in that same boat. So I think the military population mirrors the general population. We all know somebody who's vaccine injured now. We all probably know somebody who's died uh, since they got the jab. But it's it's literally, you know, Bill Gates said it. It's on video. He was doing a TED talk. He said, if we do a good job with vaccines, we can eliminate 10 to 15 percent of the world population. There you go. Your one out of nine is right on the money, isn't it? It is. Um Playing, I should have asked this as a form of a question rather than give you a statement, but let me back up and ask the question. Sure. The three days of emergency messages that people won't be able to escape, that's going to basically confirm everything you and I investigate every single day. Um, what's the purpose of this? The purpose of this is to uh, hold on. I got to plug my uh, machine in here or we're going to die. One second. Uh, the purpose is uh, very much to complete the Great Awakening, to finish what was started, Dave, uh, and to have it come from the U.S. military while the world, while the United States is shut down, we're hunkered down at home. We have no nothing but uh, whatever television networks this EBS will be broadcast over, and that's all you're gonna. The only content available to any household will be 
this looped reel 24-7 of full disclosure on everything. The purpose is so that we can accept the reality and move forward with our lives and come together. You know, unite. the real purpose is to unite humanity, to bring us together and say, okay, this is the truth. Look, if 10, 15, 20% of the Americans want to sit at home and go, it's all BS what I'm watching. This, I don't buy any of this crap they're showing me. So be it. That There's going to be some naysayers and doubters. But I think the way they're going to play this out, I've been told, Dave, they've been wargaming this using AI for years. And there is, it's a fluid, there's no black and white. It's a very fluid uh, operation. And you know with the military, Dave, there's never a timeline. There's a mission, a stated mission, and you work until the mission is over. You don't set a timeline. That's the other reason this is taking so long. The deep state is not going down without a major fight, Dave. They are fighting for their lives now. They know where this is going. And, that explains uh, why they're in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why they're moving so quick on everything, <clears throat> much quicker than they used to work, right? Yeah, if you just go back to pre-pandemic, if you just look at the social-cultural revolution in this country, um, I would never have predicted this would happen this quickly. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. It's interesting because you're giving me information that somewhat parallels what I've been told. And two of my sources are in the Pentagon. My RSOF source put me in contact with two guys in the Pentagon. One guy is so convinced that because it's the Pentagon and not a military base, he may have to fight his way out of there one day. He has a gun in a secured area. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not joking about this. And these are both high ranking officials and they both say it's a 50 50 split at the Pentagon, but it's not 50 50 in the military. That's, that's what they tell me. And you froze up on me. Scotty, can you hear me? Okay, uh, I think you're back. back. I think you're back now. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you were frozen in time for just a minute. So I don't know if you heard the last thing I said. The Pentagon, two guys in the Pentagon I talked to are both in agreement. They believe the split between good guys and bad guys at the Pentagon is 50-50, but it's not 50-50 in the military. It's much higher towards being patriotic than not. Well, you know, your numbers may be accurate, but all I know is. Yeah, I lost you again. So I don't know if Scotty can hear me or not here, but uh, hopefully he'll come back and we'll await a response. This, but they knew we were headed for the one world government, the new world order. Okay. And uh, this is the, you know, we're, we're near the culmination of their 60 years of work. They really at this since the early 60s. So. Uh, you know, you say you're multiple sources and I have multiple sources and mine are, are, you know, in theory, my sources are, should be good information, Homeland Security, the U.S. Treasury, the military, and it's all lining up. I'm hearing the same thing about the EBS, the, they call it 10 days of darkness because they don't know what else to tell me, but that will be dark for 10 days. And during this 10 days, all you're going to have is the EBS and the truth are real. That they call it the truth or real playing and everything is fully disclosed. And, uh, but you got to have food and water to be prepared for this. It's inevitable, Dave, that the financial system resets. And at that point, we don't know when we're going to have a shutdown for at least a few days. I think your idea of an asset backed currency is correct in one segment. But I will tell you, I've dug through the stuff in the Federal Reserve and I'm still digging. It's not their plan. They don't want no, asset. No, they, no. they want to go Fed now and make it wonderful. Easy payment. You don't have to wait three to five days to cash a check and all that. Okay. They want it to be really convenient. And then they start esu- issuing, uh, the SD, the SG, SDG, uh, backed UN initiatives that are backed by ESG ratings. They want to bring that in to decide who gets credit, who doesn't get credit. Uh, who's going to be penalized monetarily? Who's free to travel? Who's not? Uh, that's all in the uh, the Federal Reserve, and it's hard to pull out because it's not linear. I mean, Scotty, it's you have to get a little bit here and go over here and get, match it to something. They didn't make it easy to, to track, but I'm telling you, they don't want asset-backed currency. They want a totally fiat digital system they're in total control of. 
Absolutely, Dave. I agree 100% with you. They, the, the quote, Federal Reserve, the central banking families around the world, they want digital currency. They want control of it in a fiat system. Uh, but I want to tell you something else, Dave, that, I, that, that has been told to our humanitarian group. I do believe if you dig somewhere, I've never researched this. Uh, maybe my producer, Mark, can help me with this, but somewhere, President Trump in March of 2020, Move the Federal Reserve under the U.S. Treasury. They're no longer a standalone organization. He put them under the U.S. Treasury, and they were reduced to mere consulting work. They have not printed a, a single dollar since March of 2020. Does that explain why Janet Yellen, ex-Fed chair, is now running the Treasury? That, that That's as good as any. Hold on one second. All right. Well, what my, my producer, Mark, is telling me in November of 2019, the central banking system was cut off by Trump. And since then, the Fed has had zero power, zero presses running, printing money. Again, Dave, it's all a show. They want us to see the two sides. They want us to see the evil front and center. They want us to continue to wake up to see their plan across the board. Uh, I hasten to say we lost the, the bio war. We lost the war with the jab. I, I really believe that's the one war, uh, we the people lost because too many people took that jab, uh, and too many people, uh, are vaccine injured or dead now. But you look at all the other wars that are playing out, Dave, the information war, we're winning. The spiritual war, I've never felt, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, uh, that we're at a better place. A lot of room for improvement, but I think we're clearly winning the spiritual war. Nobody's buying into the satanic agenda that I know. Uh, even the Democrats I know are starting to uh, cross their eyes and uh, wrinkle their forehead and go, what's going on with the jab? They understand the impact. They're having to admit that it was done with nefarious uh, reasons. They're watching Joe Biden, the man they voted for. He's an utter you know, mess. And uh, this is all uh, uh, really, a sh- as I said, they were watching a movie. We're watching good versus yeah. bad, and, and and it's all playing out before our eyes. You've given me a lot to think about. I, I hope you're right. We're going to definitely have you back, uh, and sooner rather than later. We're, we're leaving a lot on the table. We don't have to. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question about Biden. I mean, not Biden, but Trump and the jab and why he embraced Operation Warp Speed. We don't have time to get into now. I want to ask you that. And a whole lot of other stuff I want to get into with you about the fall of the mainstream media and why they're losing. So we're definitely going to have you back. But uh, in the short time we have left, tell people how they can follow your good work, Scotty. Very simple. If you go to SovereignRadio.net, not .com, SovereignRadio.net, all the information about our broadcasts on Saturday in Texas and California. We're on the air Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. and noon in Texas and California. And then we go to podcast on Mondays, Google Play, iHeart, and all the other major podcast platforms. You'll find it all at SovereignRadio.net. Dave, it's been great. Uh, look forward to coming back, and I'd like to reciprocate and have you on Sovereign Radio as well. Absolutely. Anytime, I'll be happy to come on. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've heard one of the best shows we've done for a while uh, where we got to compare notes, and I hope that you gain something from this, but I think you'll agree. Scotty and I may have parallel sources, but they seem to be arriving on the same step. Scotty, thanks so much for being with us, and I'll be in touch. Much gratitude, Dave. We'll see you soon. Take care. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is in the interim, 
hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container, you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50 year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. It will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.